Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Truth About Trucking, live, hosted by Alan Smith, a 30-year OTR veteran, business entrepreneur, and motor carrier transportation consultant, specializing in assisting students and new drivers, and pushing forward to raise the standards of the trucking industry. And now, live from beautiful Citrus County, Florida, here's your host, Alan Smith. And hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Today is Thursday, August 18th, 2011, and this is Truth About Trucking Live right here on Blog Talk Radio. Oh, hi. Thank you very much. Who are all these people, and where did they come from? Thank you. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm Alan Smith, and along with Donna, we are your hosts for the program. If you would like to be a part of the show, our number is 347-826-9170. And um, always glad to have you on board with us. And, of course, if uh, Skype users can call in by clicking on the Skype button from the show page. And we're going to discuss a little bit about everything trucking or just at times whatever comes up in the conversation. So for the next 90 minutes or so, we're going to talk about law enforcement and the CSA, some of the things that we've been hearing about the CSA and what's going on out there, the Comprehensive Safety Analysis or Compliance Safety Accountability Initiative, as they call it now, I guess. But we've been hearing a lot from drivers about the increase in very minor violations, such as having a tail light or marker light out, things of this nature, and small infractions such as this type that uh, drivers and motor carriers have been getting away for years. And, Donna, you've been hearing a lot from drivers, I take it. Oh, yeah. Uh, most of the um, emails that come in, um, I, if they send it to info at Truth About Trucking, I get them first before I forward them on to you. So, <clears throat> um, you know, and plus two on Facebook and so forth. And it's not just the drivers. I was really surprised to see how upset a lot of the um, uh, motor carriers are, the smaller motor carriers and, you know, owner-operators who are drivers and businessmen. So uh, it affects it all across the board. Yeah, it affects both of them. And like you said, we've been hearing a lot from drivers about, you know, the increase in these little minor violations. Like I said, we've actually been getting away with, you know, you know, really, come on, you have the top right marker light out on your trailer, I mean, is that really a safety issue that deserves a citation along with two severity weight points? And what if one of your headlights go out? That'll be six points. And if they find an oil leak coming from underneath your rig, that'll be three points. And and how many of us have driven on a flat tire in order to get to a shop repair service to get it fixed? Have you ever done that in the years gone by? And how many times have you called your company and reported a flat tire and they told you to drive to the nearest repair facility? I mean, you've got 17 others. I mean, everybody does, everybody's done that. Now, if you're caught doing it, that's going to be eight points. And remember, the maximum severity weight point system goes up to 10. So get caught driving down the road with a flat tire, you'll have eight right then and there. And remember, these points are also reflect on the carrier as well, not just the driver, just like we mentioned. Two measurement systems are in place under the CSA, the DSMS, Driver Safety Measurement Systems, and the CSMS, the Carrier Safety Measurement Systems, and the data they collect to use uh, for these systems come from 
basically four sources, roadside inspections, violations that have already been recorded, um, state-reported uh, commercial vehicle crash data and motor carrier census data. And let's not forget, it's not just the severity weight points either. You'll still have the fine that goes along with the citation. So just all kinds of law infractions, many of which were simply ignored or dismissed by DOT and law enforcement in previous years. But now drivers are getting hammered by local law enforcement all over the place, as we understand. I've been hearing about it from a lot of drivers and motor carriers, too, for these same little piddly infractions that were dismissed in past years. The... Um, the SMS is a very good thing for you drivers to look over and get acquainted with. The severity weight point tables begin on page 78, and there's Mickey, um, and run through page 118. So that's right, 40 pages of violations covering the basics with uh, vehicle maintenance and cargo-related basics having the most violation possibilities. Vehicle maintenance uh, has 14 pages. Cargo-related consists of 19 pages with unsafe driving, fatigue driving, and driver fitness basics, each having two pages, and the controlled substance alcohol basic having one page. And the, uh, the so-called seventh basic crash indicator is used to look for a history or of high crash involvement and is based on information received from um, state-reported crash reports. So, But from what we're hearing and everything, just doesn't look like uh, – Drivers and carriers are the winners in this thing. That's right. There's a lot of losers. I mean, this is this is getting to be a pretty serious thing. We we just hear a lot about it. So if we have time, we'll talk more about the SMS and the seven basics. And I would like to specifically just quickly touch on one particular basic that is still confusing to many drivers, and that's the driver fitness basic. We'll try to touch on these things a little more if time allows. Uh, but first, what about it? Is law enforcement abusing the CSA by hammering down on drivers and carriers all over these small minor violations that they have ignored in the past? And uh, are they using it as a way to bring in much-needed cash for their states, largely due to the current economic situation? I don't know. What do you think? And uh, are you a driver or carrier that has been getting hit by local uh, law enforcement over these types of infractions? Or is law enforcement just doing their job? I mean, Donna, they could just be doing that. Well, I'm sure, you know, the the original, um, you know, goal for CSA, you know, was to improve safety. And whenever you, uh, first of all, if you're short uh, workers within within the system, and then you, you have your, uh, your local uh, law enforcement also taking part in it, uh, there, there's, there's always room for human error. And then on top of it, it seems to me, and this is what I've been, you know, reading a lot from the emails we get, that the data queue of where you can go and, uh, you know, uh, fight a violation if you don't agree with it is very difficult to uh, navigate, uh, or if not navigate, but to get it actually uh, removed, and especially if it's just a warning then you can't even get a warning removed. And that seems to be the biggest thing. So you're, you're fighting a few different things. You've got your, um, your inspectors, your local law enforcement on a brand new, because uh, CSA is really pretty brand new, um, and, and the human interpretation 
and it, it's there's just a lot of room for error. So what originally, in in my eyes, it was meant for good. Uh, there's there's just too much, you know, human error that can be placed uh, upon this. So I think that's what people are upset about. Yeah, and we ever we even received an email from a carrier who got some kind of evaluation. I've got it here. I'll find it later. We'll do it in the show. And uh, he went to uh, data queue, but. Uh, something about it, I'll have to find it again. Couldn't get it off until uh, FMCSA updated the uh, CSA or something like that. So, yeah, you're right. There's a lot of things like that. But our number is 347-826-9170. We're going to talk about it, discuss it, see what's going on out there. Quick break, and we'll be right back. So hang with us. And when we come back, I'm going to tell you how you can win a free Dynasys APU unit for your truck. That's right. You heard me right. Free. A contest to give away a Dynasys APU system, and I'm going to tell you what you need to do to enter the contest, and you could be the one that walks away with a Dynasys APU. So don't go anywhere. Donna and I will be right back. And, hey, Donna, we're also going to give away a free ticket to the truck driver convention, aren't we? Yeah, tonight um, I had a phone call from J.B. Schaffner of theamericandriver.com, and he said he wanted to donate um, two tickets uh, he, he and his girlfriend are also uh, showing up, so uh, he'll be there. We're looking forward to uh, seeing him again. And anyway, so yeah, we'll we'll be we'll be doing that a little later on. Okay, good. Free ticket giveaway to the truck driver convention in October. And when we come right back, I'm going to tell you how you can win a free APU system. So don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Someone fired a gun. Any cook hollered, Big John's coming. Save yourself and run. Don't hesitate, contemplate. Save yourself and don't slow down. Don't grab your stuff, ain't time enough. Big John's coming to town. Big John's coming to town. Big John's Hey truckers, are you tired of not being able to find a place to take a break? Are the truck stops and rest areas full at night or you just want to take a break from the sleeper? Hotelsfortruckers.org will help you find a hotel where you can fit in. Choose from thousands of trucker-friendly hotels across America that accommodates a 75-foot-long tractor trailer and you can get great discounts and specials through Hotelsfortruckers.org. And if you're traveling with a pet or a smoking preference or need laundry facilities, the free information on the website includes an extensive database to locate the address, phone number, and direct web links to the hotels. And if you use a hotel room at least one time per year, then you can take advantage of the $10 annual membership, which allows easy access to view hotels, which offer additional CDL trucker discounts, nationwide hotel chain discounts, and even room coupon specials. Hotelsfortruckers.org's database is comprised of the most extensive list of properties that offer the most needed trucker amenities. So visit the website today, Hotelsfortruckers.org, to find the hotel that is right for you. Hotels for Truckers was built by a trucker for truckers to help you get in where you fit in. That's Hotels, the number four, Truckers.org. All right, we're back. Our number is 347-826-9170. If you'd like to be a part of the show, appreciate everybody on the lines listening in. 
a few people in the chat. The chat's kind of quiet. Let's see. Oh, we've got about eight or so. Um, uh, but, okay, everything's looking good. We've got a lot of listeners online. We've got uh, 50 phone lines here available. We've got uh, 47 on there. Uh, wait, let me look here again. Where did I count? Uh, we've got 43 lines there, so we've still got seven lines open. Uh, appreciate you tuning in. Um, I was telling you about an opportunity before the break where you could win a free Dynasys APU. I wanted to let you all know about a contest that one of the top APU manufacturers is doing, and it's, it's really a cool thing. Hajon is the company that makes Dynasys APUs, and they've got a new contest at the Great American Truck Show in Dallas. And I believe that's August 25th through the 27th. And uh, they're going to give, a, give away a free APU. And all you have to do for a chance to win is to tell them about the worst night you ever spent in your truck. And since the Dynasys APU saves fuel and provides air conditioning, heating, plug-in, power, all of those things that it's nice to have when you're stopped, they want to hear who deserves one of these the most for free. So if you're headed to Gats or you know someone who is, definitely stop by the Dynasys booth. It's going to be over near the Pride and Polish show and share your story with them. That's all you got to do. Even if you're not a storyteller, you can get into the contest just by filling out an application for the Dynasys payment plan program. And since they know that times are um, you know, still tough and that credit is tough to come by, Dynasys has actually launched a new program where they're self-financing the units with a monthly payment program in order to make them available to every driver. And in most cases, the monthly payments are about half of what you would have wasted on fuel by idling. If you've ever considered an APU but thought you just couldn't afford it, you should talk to the Dynasys guys about this new program. See them at GATS for a chance to win a free unit or call them about the payment plan program at 1-800-289-8282. Again, that number is 1-800-289-8282, or go online and Google search Dynasys APU. And further information, their website is hodjon.com, H-O-D-Y-O-N.com. And, um, I mean, pretty cool, Donna. I'd like to win a free Dynasys APU, and I don't even have a truck to put it on. Well, I, I, think, I think we should take a trip down to Gats. <laughs> oh, you think? <laughs> well, I'll try to fit, in that, fit that into my 65, 70-hour work, work week here. Okay. Uh, all right, well, look, from what, what you're hearing and reading from drivers on the social media networks, um, law enforcement using the CSA to hammer drivers and carriers on such minor infractions or just doing their job, um, you know, I, I, I see both sides. I mean, it's a little tough on me because I used to be a law enforcement officer. I was a police officer. I was a deputy sheriff. Um, but I, but I think the the difference is um, between realizing when something is uh, just a, a trivial thing and 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 knowing when it's a serious. See, the whole idea is safety, and I I, I truly believe that uh, a lot of the states are looking at it as a way to create revenue. I, I mean, don't you agree with that? Oh, I totally agree. I totally agree, and it's it's really obvious, but under the law, they have the right to give you a ticket. But here's what I find really funny, especially 
having been a police officer. Uh, we got this email uh, from, a, from a motor carrier. Uh, I've had two drivers written, written up for not being able to retrieve their e-logs fast enough to suit the officer. And he continues writing, what is that? Drivers now are timed in log retrieval? The biggest issue here is the inability to fight officers' accusations. We know they are not always right, and many feel that they must write something up. When I, pro when I protest these observed accusations, I find bureaucrats as informed as Barney Fife was about the Emancipation Proclamation. Uh, now, see, I can relate to this having been a law enforcement officer. I mean, this, this is really silly. And, I mean, I don't see the law here. I don't see any law that says you have to retrieve your e-logs within two and a half minutes. I mean, this would be like uh, an officer stopping, uh, you know, a four-wheeler out in the general public. They always ask you, you know, let me see your license and registration. If they don't get that license and registration fast enough, are they going to get a ticket? Well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, this, now this is absurd. This is this silly. Is taking it, and, and I think one of the reasons they get away with it, because um, if somebody, if a, if a cop did that to me, I'd be two seconds at the courtroom, okay? But here you have you have to go through the data queue. You have to you have to jump through hoops uh, to to actually you know fight these things. It's not as easy as if uh, you know a regular citizen just you know getting being stopped by a cop and and getting a ticket like that. Where you just go down to the county courthouse and say no, that's not what happened, and you know it's done. So it's it's a lot a lot more difficult. And one of the conversations that really, you know, hit me was um I think it was on LinkedIn and somebody said, Listen, you have to fight it no matter what because if you don't it's just gonna keep going on and on and on. So and and I think that's true. You know, you can't say, Well, you know, it's it's a lot of time and it's not gonna work it doesn't matter, you know. You, you really do have to. Um, when when something's wrong, you have to fight it. And I think that that's just my opinion on that. I just want to tell you that that was an email. I, I know which one you're talking about. That was an email that um, that had I had sent you that I had um, right. that I had read. Right. Okay. That they really it really kind of stuck out like a sore thumb when I read it, and I, I, I couldn't. Yeah, that was totally silly, the e-logs, and touch on what you were just saying about fighting in court. When I was a police officer or a deputy sheriff, I had a judge tell me that no matter what the ticket is, no matter what the citation, everybody should always fight it in court because he said they'll – now this was back then – and I don't remember exactly what percentage he gave me, but it was something like 90%, maybe it was 80%, but it was a high number. But he said, you know, something like 80, 80 85% of the time that ticket will be thrown out or at the minimum reduced. And that came from a judge. Yeah, and, and I've heard that too. And, <clears throat> you know, I, I remember well, this has nothing to do with anything, but I'm going to throw it out there. <laughs> I remember when I lived up in New York, and um, they must have just put this stop sign up. And, of course, I wasn't used to it. And uh, I just went right through it, and the cops stopped me. And I was about eight months pregnant when it happened. And, you know, of course, you're all weird at eight months pregnant anyway. But anyway, I didn't go 
and I should have. And, I, you know, I often think back at that because that was totally ridiculous. I don't think it could have been up more than, you know, two, three days the most. Uh, and, and it was almost like, you know, they were waiting for people. So, anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there because I just thought about it. It has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> well, I know. I mean, and it's not really to to bash police officers. I mean, boy, we know we need them, and they do a great job. It's a dangerous job, but... Well, I just don't think people should be set up, you know. I mean... Well, and, you ran the stop sign. Well, yeah, but it wasn't there. Uh, yeah. It wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's not going to fly with me. I'm an ex-cop. It's still in me. But specifically related to the CSA, like this one, uh, not retrieving the e-logs fast enough, That that's not right. And I have another one here that you'll remember, and this comes from a motor carrier who had a driver that was pulled over for a roadside inspection. And um, yeah, this one was on LinkedIn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And anyway, um, he 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 said three weeks later uh, he finds an inspection. Um, oh no, he was pulled over at, for a traffic stop and was not given a roadside inspection or a report. And then, however, three weeks later, he finds an inspection on his record. And he data queued for a copy of the inspection report and received it and received notice that a different officer had completed the inspection report. So he did some investigating and discovered that the officer who pulled over the driver had let his CVSA certification lapse about three years prior. So he spoke with the captain who had stated the officer who completed the report was off-duty, not able to make it to the location, and um, he used this other officer used the field report and video to prepare the report. And so, so this this is a, a violation on the part of the officer because the CVSA standard is that the inspector must be present at the inspection. So he data queued the removal of the inspection, and it was removed. And um, he got a letter from the uh, state uh, state patrol that said clearly our personnel did not handle this properly. But in the meantime, uh, the inspection remains on his record until the CSA updates again. Yeah. So these are all the little problems that uh, I think are just going to get worse. Yeah. If if they don't if they don't uh, you know fix it or or you know fix the glitches and take care of it, what was meant for for good can really uh, hurt a lot of people. And what they're saying is, um, it, it's really hurting the smaller fleets and and well, owner sure. operators, um, you know, worse than the than the bigger carriers. So uh, here's a um, here this is one that I, I found. Um, uh, here I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read it because I, I printed it out. Uh, one of our drivers was stopped on the scale platform in Minnesota by an officer and trainee. He uh, he couldn't hear the officer's directions, so he unbuckled his seatbelt and leaned out of the window a little bit further. He then gets directions to pull uh, to the back of the lot for an inspection. All goes well, except he was written up for not wearing a seatbelt. After explaining to the officer what happened, the officer simply stated he should have worn it from the scale platform to the inspection lot. Yeah, he probably should have. However, it seems ridiculous to be written up for something so frivolous. And that's that's one of the things I'm saying. That's a setup as far as I'm concerned, because if if, if it was obvious 
that he had it on and he had to uh, unbuckle mm-hmm. to to hear uh, what the gentleman was saying. And then they said, no, well, just go ahead, go pull in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, th- that to me is is really just ridiculous. I, I I can't, you know, I would, I just can't imagine doing that to somebody um, when you know you know what the situation was. So yeah, I know, I know. I mean, it's one of those frivolous things that we're hearing a lot about and everything. And let's uh, let's uh, let's grab a caller here. Uh, I think I might know who this is. Uh, Delaware area code three zero two. Uh, welcome to the show. Go ahead. Yeah, Alan is Patches. I know, Patches. I thought that was you. I mean, it's been a long time no hear or see. Well, I had to do without Internet for a while. Oh, you did? Well, <laughs> glad to have you back. To about it. Glad to but have I've, you back here. Yeah, but I've been able to finally get me a job uh, with the Western Express. Oh, uh, did you? Yeah, I finally got it. I just got to get a a sleep study test done because I got a 17-inch neck. Is that right? Anybody that has it, a 17-inch neck is going to have to go through it. Well, now, do you have to pay for that? Well, do you have to pay for that? Uh, The company will not. So I had to come back home. I can get it done here cheaper than I could down there. So I've got to wait now to get that all straightened out before I can go back. But now, uh, you know, if a person, a driver now, uh, it doesn't matter. A lot of companies, if you don't have your seatbelt fastened, they will discharge you regardless because uh, in their eyes that's a major infraction. And there's yeah, a lot I understand of things it. I understand it's a safe, safety issue. I mean, every, we all know you have to wear your seatbelt, but uh, pulling around on a parking lot, I think, was a was a thing that was kind of aggravating. The yeah, fact now that, that I will on, agree on. And took it off. 100%. Yeah, yeah. But what but, about uh, this being, this next size, Donna? Is that that's that is not in the. Um, that's, not, that's not in any regulation. No, that's nothing. That's not. No. The, that's not the FMCSA. That's, that's the not a regulation. Company. That's the. That's specifically the motor carriers that's that are doing right. that. That's that's, exactly. that's the only ones who can be doing that. That is the only ones, and and we were talking about that last time. That um, you know, it, it's it's just it's been spoken about uh, with the FMCSA and you know kind of hashed around, but. What the motor carriers did was uh, they just took it upon themselves to uh, incorporate that into their their own um, their own criteria. But what I'd like to say about that is that's wonderful that they can all get together like that. Uh, I wish they would do that um, with the um, with the CDL training that they have uh, going on. Matter of fact, I'd like to just uh, read. A couple of comments. Remember, we were saying comments uh, about the CSA because this is this kind of relates to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have seen many new drivers, those just coming out of truck driving school, get into accidents with the major carriers. Maybe the major carriers should look how they are training their drivers to handle a truck on their own, because the new drivers do okay with a trainer sitting beside them. But they get into an accident. They seem to get into an accident within a few months of not having their trainer. Um, 
<clears throat> and then the next comment is, thank you for taking the time to comment. You are correct about the high potential for accidents in the early months after training. In fact, the first six months of a driver's employment with a new company, even if the driver is a longtime driver with other companies, represents the highest risk period for that driver to be involved in a crash. This suggests that companies need to consider better ways to get their new drivers more custom. Um, so I think you know it, I think it's great that they get together and that can do this about sleep apnea. And I think the next step uh, should be for um, for the CDL training, which we're so hard and heavy on. I know we mention it in every show, but that's what I thought of. You know, if you can if you can do that for for sleep apnea and be careful, then then I think the safety issue with the um, new drivers is uh, is critical. And because there is no uh, statistics of crashes for um, new drivers with six months or less. It's very difficult to establish that kind of um, that kind of information, um, or you know, to to actually measure it in any um, way. But you know, I don't know why there isn't any any kind of stats on that, but there just isn't. And I mean, we've looked high and low, and and there is not. If anybody can find stats on crashes of new drivers, um, then just send it send it on over, and we'll give you full credit for it um, on Ask the Trucker. So you could just send it to info at truthabouttrucking.com, and um, and great if you can find it, but I don't think you are. No, I don't think it exists, but it's real interesting to patches what you say about your neck size because that's just uh, that's nowhere in FMCSA or regulations or nothing. So, well, that's um, true. That may be true. Uh, yeah, but it is I also true. found out something uh, that I did not know. What's uh, that? All drivers must carry their medical records for two years with them at all times. It used well, to what? be, yeah. At all times. What medical record? What medical records? Everything. Everything, for two years. Uh, I think that's well, that's only um, if you have um, if you're diagnosed with sleep apnea. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Not according to what I'm understanding. That, I, let me put it to you that way. Yeah, uh, I, I, we'll look into that for you, and I, we'll get back to you. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll look into that. But my understanding is uh, you have to carry those medical records with you if you've been diagnosed with sleep apnea or Donna, probably any any medical condition. You think? Yeah, maybe yeah. Um, diabetes because, or something like that. But we will look into it because that's an interesting um, point. Another point I want to bring up is pretty soon. Uh, you're not going to have a medical card. It's all going to be uh, – you're going to have all your medical records right on your CDL license. It's going to be pulled up. I think we discussed that when Rich Wilson um, was on here from Trans Products last time. Um, we were talking or, – or Todd Dills, I think he was on, bringing that up. Um, so that's going to be a thing of the past, having a medical card. So all they have to do is they can pull up and see all your medical records anyway. In uh, I think it's 2014, is that or 2012 that that's going to happen? What what's going to happen? Well, you're not going to have a medical card, um, and what's going to oh. happen is it's just going to be attached to your driver's license. Oh yeah, I don't know, probably 2014, but I, I'm not sure. I'd have to look it up again, but I. Can't imagine 2012, but I'm really not for sure. But yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you're right. That that's going to be something coming up. Going to put it right there on your uh, on your license. Um, yeah, I also find out something else. If uh, say a driver has rheumatoid arthritis, 
and he every once in a while has to take a pain pill. He got to take that pill somewhere else because he can't have it in a truck. The only thing really? a driver can take with him in the truck is over the counter. Yeah. Well, when you talk about a pain pill, I, I'm, I'm sure you're speaking about a narcotic, not something yes. about like Celebrex or something like that. Oxycodone. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. You. Well, really, I don't think uh, you know you should be driving with with uh, pain medication anyway. I'm. Mean, I wouldn't drive with pain medication. Not even my car. Well, you know, and that brings up uh, a point about this driver fitness basic that a lot of drivers are still. Uh, um, misunderstanding just a little bit you know i mean the driver fitness basic um has to do with the operation of cmvs by drivers who are unfit to operate a cmv due to uh where is it at right here due to lack of training experience or medical qualifications an example violations is failing to have a valid and appropriate commercial driver's license i mean uh, that falls under driver fitness or another example is being medically unqualified to operate a CMV. If you're on something like a narcotic pain pill, you're probably not qualified to operate a CMV. Well, believe right, it or not, Al. They have new drug uh, things on the FMCSA site. I mean, they've they've really you know pumped it up. Um, the the whole the whole thing. People really need to go over to the site and read it. I mean, it's pretty easy to navigate. Um, you know, you might have to click a few links, but anything you really want to know, if you're curious about, just Google FMCSA, and then what it is you're looking at. So if you're looking at FMCSA uh, drug rules or anything, it, it'll pop up, and you might have to navigate a couple of different times. But it's all there. It's, it's just a matter of taking the time to do the research, which shouldn't take but. 10 minutes so yeah i put the link to the sms pdf up in the chat but it's, it's pretty easy to find what did you say a minute ago uh patches i didn't hear you well see uh this pain, pain pill that uh, i have okay uh-huh uh, heck i haven't taken none of it in two months but tr there's one problem they said they find it in my uh urine test yeah and i'd like system? to know how in the sam hill they t did that well, some, some medications taken... last quite a while. Two months? Uh, well, yeah, they can, Donna, right? I, You've been I, in that. I, you know, I, I don't know what the what the medicine was. You know, you'd have to well, call yeah, up depend a on drug. the medicine. You could call up your local, you know, the drug testing facility uh, right near you and, and ask them. How long it stays in your um, in your bloodstream or in your urine or, or whatever, and they'll they'll let you know. Um, I was on the side a while back looking up stuff like that, and I remember uh, don't remember what it was, but they gave some examples and said that it could stay in your blood system up to four, five, six months. But wow. I don't remember what it was. So wow. Well, uh, so when are you going to get back to work, Patches? Well, as soon as I can get this test done, uh, I can't even get in to uh, begin it till uh, September the eighth. And that's just to see the doctor, so that's all I can yeah. say. But, uh, well, good luck to you. Yeah, well, keep it, all, keep it well, up Well, they've guaranteed me a job good. as soon as I get this medical stuff straightened out. You want to get back behind that wheel? You don't know how bad. Well, yeah. I'll tell you what, I'd, take, <laughs> I'd be taking along a great big bottle of ibuprofen for my pain, and I'd stay away from those uh, prescriptions. 
Well, I ha- I have. I've mm-hmm. d- deleted it right off of my uh, drug list because I won't take it no more. But, yeah, uh, no. There's other things that uh, everybody's got to be careful, and I mean everybody. If uh, if they're going to take a prescription drug for something, and it's only going to be up for a short period of time, they've got to make sure there's no narcotics in it. What's well, the thing weapon? is, what, what you can do when you take a drug test, they ask you, are you on any prescriptions or have you been on any prescriptions? And what you need to do is <clears throat> write down what you were on and for how long you were on it. This way, when it shows up in your um, in your in your uh, drug test, you've already reported it, and it's a lot easier to to explain, you know, before than after. Well, it doesn't I, I, I got right to by. agree with you. I told mm-hmm. the guy that uh, I was taking five pills for five days. I even had the prescription with me. And come to find out, I can't take that prescription anymore. And it okay. was for uh, to help clear out my lungs a, a little bit. Wow. So I can't even take that now. In yeah. other words, well. bit, a lot of these stuff that they were coming out with is messing with the driver's health and their safety. You know, it, it's getting a little bit too ridiculous. Yeah, I guess it is. And what they're, well, what was that? I don't know. Man. I'm locking the doors. (laughs) Well, yeah, you're right. It is messing with the driver's health. I guess that falls under the driver fitness basic if you're being medically unqualified. But there's a fine line, fine line that they're drawing there, Willie. Yeah, I understand. But, uh, well, hey, guys, did that cat get that dog? I <laughs> might have. <laughs> I'm back here hidden, so I don't know. Well, hey, keep keep us posted on uh keep your, keep us posted on how's it going for you. Uh believe me, Alan, I will. If I won't, if I am not able to, the wife will. Okay, sounds good. And hey, uh, th- thanks for calling in. Good to hear from you again, and we are glad you are uh getting back in the driver's seat. It's been a long time, so that's a, that's a good thing. <laughs> We have uh, 46 of our lines are full, 46. We still have four. 
if you've already bought a ticket, just press 1 to speak to the host. A little hand will come up. I'll see you. And uh, I guess, Donna, you, you'll you pick a number between uh, 1 and 46 or whatever lines we have open. Is that it? Yeah, we'll just do it randomly because I can't see your board. So um, I'll just say a number. And whosoever hand is up, um, you know, I guess that's the, 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 the best way to do it. Okay, and all right, sounds good. So we'll we'll take a break. Be right back, and uh, maybe try to talk a little bit more about the seven basics and the SMS and how that relates to everything. And we'll just kind of keep plugging along here. So hang with us, and we will be just right back. I'm just trying to make a living, running the road, loving my family from a cell phone. Nobody understands. Can't get no helping hand. Lord have mercy on the the trucking brand. I'm trying to make a living, running the road, loving my family from a cell phone. Nobody understands, can't get no helping hand. Lord have mercy on the the trucking brand On the trucking brand Hey everybody, Alan Smith here with the Truth About Trucking Live on Blog Talk Radio. Have you been driving a big rig for a while now and considering starting your own business as an owner-operator? Well, Lone Mountain Truck Leasing offers the best lease purchase plan in the industry. With a small down payment and monthly payments around $1,000 or less, you make the monthly payment, and when the final payment is made, they hand over the title. It really is that simple. There is no big balloon payment at the end, and secondly, the truck is yours, not a lease plan under one truck and company. So if becoming an owner-operator is your goal, do it the right way. Do it the best way. Contact Lone Mountain Truck Leasing on the web at LoneMountainTruck.com or give them a call toll-free at 866-512-5685. That's LoneMountainTruck.com. And be sure to tell them that you heard about them on Truth About Trucking Live. Okay, we're back. Welcome back. Truth About Trucking Live here on Blog Talk Radio. I'm Alan Smith, Donna hanging out with me, and we've been talking a little bit about the uh, law enforcement and CSA and the little piddly little uh, citations that's being given out to drivers and motor carriers that affect both, and um, been just hearing a lot about it, and um, things like uh, um, marker light out, um, well, the, the 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 really amazing one is what we were talked about earlier was um, driver getting a citation for not retrieving his e logs fast enough. Now, that's definitely has something to do with safety. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Oh, it's funny. That's what they're doing. You can't, don't get the e logs fast enough to the officer. You get a citation. So, and we'll just we'll keep rolling here, Donna. Let's go. Uh, let's give out a. Uh, let's award a free ticket to the truck driver convention. What do you say? Okay, that sounds great. Um, I just want to mention again that this ticket is being awarded um, from uh, J B Schaffner of the AmericanDriver.com. 
So we do thank him. He'll be there at the convention, um, and we look forward to meeting him. So how do we do this? Do you want me to just pick a number? Yeah, let me get right back over here. Let's see. See how many. We've got 50 phone lines here at Truth About Trucking Live. A few a few dropped off. You know, that's a problem of having a show where your largest uh, listener base are drivers. You know, they kind of have to <laughs> kind of have to be sitting still. But uh well, we still have 41 41 on the line. So, uh pick a number between 1 Since we have all the people um Oh, okay. These are the ones that are actually calling in to to win. All right. I'm well, going to say the, the the ones that are listening on the computer they have to call in. These are the uh, these are the listeners on the phone line. Okay. Okay. And if they have already bought a ticket, then they're eligible to win this free one, and they'll have their hand up. So uh, you know they all don't have their hands up, but, but quite a few have their hands up. So pick a number between one and forty three. Okay. Um, number three. Number three. Oh, you went way up there. I got to scroll back up there. All right, let me pull this up here real quick. See where this area code is. Uh, okay. Uh, all right. Line line three is uh, Wisconsin. Area code six zero eight. Go ahead. You're on the show. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Who's this? Um, Rihanna, how are you? Oh, Rihanna. I'm good. Oh, I, okay, Rihanna. Rihanna Weir. Yep, that's oh, me. Okay. Hi, how are you? Oh, well, you are the lucky one. <laughs> I'm the lucky one? You are the lucky one. Oh, my goodness, and you just won that scholarship that we were going to announce tonight. Um, you know, as part of our announcement. So you've got two things you won today. Oh, thank you so much. That's so cool. Yeah, Donna got so excited, she's barking in there. Can you hear her? <laughs> I heard her barking. Right. She got so excited. <laughs> we have I, a I, new I, puppy. Oh, okay, so, cool. so, well, Rihanna, you are the winner of the free ticket to the truck driver convention. So, Do you want a refund or do you want a, another ticket? Um, I think I would like another ticket. Okay. And and who's that? You can send us all that information. You can send it on Facebook in a private message, and just tell us who the person is you you want to, you know, give the ticket to and everything. Okay. Yeah, that's all you have to do, and just just include a check for five hundred dollars, and we'll shoot it right to you. (laughs) Okay, great. That works too. Thank you, Alan. Okay. (laughs) Now, um, see, listen, Donna's marking still. You um, Did you have anything you wanted to talk about, or were you just there for the uh, contest? Well, um, I just wanted to let you all know um, I did receive um, notification that I did win the, uh, the Scholar of Change um, scholarship, the scholarship contest. Um, they won't be doing any announcements on the Walden site until the 25th of August. But, um, but yeah, this, this is a, an early bird um, let it, letting everybody know that I, I, I was one of the winners that was selected. And just, just to let everybody out there know, um, I'm, I'm just one person, and I really would like to challenge anybody that wants to go back to school and, you know, maybe go into either mental health therapy or something in the health profession so that we can come back out into the community and, you know, serve the, serve the brothers and sisters that we all grew to love over the years. 
Oh, that yeah. We're, we, when we saw it, we were so thrilled because um, we had put that out uh, a lot on our wall, and I know Jan McCarter was putting it out a lot, and uh, uh, you know we were just praying really that that you'd win because I know how much it means to you. And um, boy, when I saw that today, and I told Alan, and and we were both pretty excited. So, oh, congratulations! I, I, I'm so over it. I, I really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for getting the word well, out. We, I really appreciate that. Well, there was a, a lot of people were rooting for you. I mean, not not just us. There there was you know many other people. So uh, you have a lot of oh, yeah, um, a lot of people who love you on uh, Facebook. <laughs> well, thank you everybody that that voted for me, and I, I really hope to. Uh, I, I start at Walden University in December. It's about a two-and-a-half-year program to get my uh, master's degree, and I get to uh, sit for a, a, a licensing exam, and then hopefully I can come out and, and do some therapy with everybody. It'll be and, wonderful. And also you donated uh, the $2,500 to the St. Christopher's Fund because uh, they gave right, you a that, charity of your choice, right? Oh, wow. Yes, yes. They're giving me um, a $2,500 donation to the charity of my choice, and um, I will be selecting St. Christopher's Fund. That's wonderful. Yep. Awesome. Oh, great. Well, yeah. congratulations. Thank you so much. Okay, and we'll um, send us an email with that um, information, you know, on Facebook or something, and just let us know. Congratulations to you. Oh, thank you again, and I definitely will. We're looking forward to meeting you also. Um, There's going to be a lot of people that we've never met before attending the convention, and, uh, you know, you're you're one of them. Yep, I'll be there, and, yeah, it'll definitely be really great to meet everybody in, in person. Yeah. All right. Well, sounds good. And be in touch with us. We'll be in touch with you, and we'll get you that ticket. And congratulations again. And uh, well, Donna, that's 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 uh, quite a just, day for Rihanna, huh? Yeah, you just happened to pick number three. That that's funny. So that's uh, well, good. Well, congratulations. We'll get that to you, and we're going to do a social media and. Uh, and I tell you, I'm just having too much fun with these little buttons here. You, you, you are. You really. I know. <laughs> I, well, they're all right here. I don't know who these people are. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, all right. So, um, well, you know, we can talk about. Uh, you know, this. Uh, I mean, this really all falls under the seven basics. You know, so um, a lot of people are. I think they forgot the seven basics. Can you can you run them? Do you have them? That the seven. You can go yeah, over the, them? yeah. The seven basics uh, under this SMS: um, uh, unsafe driving, uh, fatigue driving, driver fitness, controlled substances, alcohol, uh, vehicle maintenance, cargo related. And uh, then there's kind of the seventh one, I guess, crash indicator. And uh, uh, so <clears throat> this is where all the the, uh, the regulations, you know, kind of fall under. And that's what I was talking about earlier uh, on this SMS mythology PDF, and I put that link there in the uh, chat room. Um, but the uh, severity weight point tables, uh, like I said, you know, they begin on 70, page 78 and run through 
uh, page 118. So there's 40 pages of these violations covering all these basics. And again, the vehicle maintenance and the cargo-related basics have the uh, have the most possible uh, violations. But you know, let, let's touch on this driver basic thing, this driver fitness. You know, because Patches again was saying something about you know the you know the the neck size again, and I just find that so odd because uh, it really has nothing. Well, I, I don't know. It's a it's it's a fine line, Donna, because it does say. Um, under driver fitness basic uh if you're found being medically unqualified well i i i mean i guess we'd have to go over um to the fmcsa site and and see if they really get involved in all that because that's a pretty broad statement yeah it is medically unqualified well you know who's going to determine that i mean um is that the doctor well, that, that's just it. So, how, how, at what point do they determine that? This almost reminds me of that show we did with Todd Dills when um, I think it was a state trooper determined right. that he was medically um, unqualified. So, yeah, and that, remember on that show we had a doctor called in that said, you know, basically confirmed that you know law enforcement everybody is uh, stepping in in the place of doctors. Yeah, so I think we're we're going to have to watch and see uh what kind of complaints come in for that, you know, what drivers say if they've been stopped and I haven't seen any in that area. I think the the things um mostly what we see for the violations um are the maintenance, like lights and things like that, oil leaks, um vehicle the vehicle maintenance. Yeah. And um yeah, I saw that um uh... Fatigue driving, you know, uh, the over the HOS and the and the unsafe driving, you know. Right. So right. Um, I saw that earlier. I looked at it. Yeah, the oil leak. Uh, you've got an oil leak underneath your truck. That's going to be three points. So let's grab a caller here uh, from uh, Pennsylvania, area code seven two four. Welcome to the show. I guess you're talking about me. Uh, if, if you're a Pennsylvania area code seven two four, how yeah, are you? Yeah, that's me. I'm pretty good. This is Helen. Who is it? Talk- Who? What's your name again? Helen. Helen. Hi, Helen. How you doing? I talked to y'all on the on Facebook yeah. all the time. Yes. Yeah. I, I couldn't catch your name. I thought you said Holly, but it's Helen. Yeah, it's Helen. I had a question about uh, y'all were just talking about it um, about the medical. About the medical, who is determining this stuff? Okay, I just changed companies, and I went to one of their doctors in a different state than where I reside, and they told me they gave me a three month card saying that I had that um, I had a, a sugar problem. They pricked my finger. I've never had anybody prick my finger before. And, and this is when you were driving? Yes, yes, yes. I was just changing companies, okay? And I said, wait a minute. And I said, who who gives you the right to tell me that I have high sugar? What What is the indicator that this is like this? And uh, she said that she's allowed to do whatever she wants because she's the DOT doctor. So I said, okay. I went to my personal doctor because that does worry you, you know, that, that there might be something wrong with your sugar, even though I don't know how they did it. 
Well, he said that there is, he did a test on me, and he said there is an indicator, but I need to watch how I eat, what I eat, and it's real hard when you're in a truck. And he understood that, that you're supposed to be eating this many meals, but I don't have sugar. You don't have diabetes? No, I do not. And I just want to ask you, you were pulled over for a regular inspection and they did that? No, or, no, I no, mean... no, no, no. This was when I went to get to start a new job. I went from oh, one company okay. to another. But, you know, any, I, I just didn't understand how, you know, it depends on what DOT doctor you go to. Because now I went to another one in Pennsylvania and I got a two-year card. Oh, you went after that? Okay. Well, good. Okay. Well, I, I, um, I'm just saying, you know, you're letting the yeah, law Well, how did they determine the three months? Right. Right. Exactly. They're they're giving them the power to tell who can drive. And the worst part about it was, she told me, you know, there's a lot of truck drivers out there that shouldn't be driving, and I don't think you're one of them. So I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't think I. You know, she didn't like truck drivers, but she's doing DOT physicals. Well, the other thing I just want to say, if they're doing a blood glucose, uh, first of all, I mean, I'm I'm not an expert, but it should have been a fasting. Yeah, you could have you could have just eaten a candy bar or had a Coke, and um, you know, were you told to fast? Were you told to fast? Okay. And and your blood sugar is going to be higher. I he gave me. My doctor gave me a free test kit and everything so that I can keep an eye on it because I was concerned. My dad had diabetes, so I was concerned. And I'm glad that they brought it up, but not letting me drive because she thinks I'm not good enough to be driving. That, you know, that's kind of like giving, you know, know, like y'all were talking about the law enforcement officers. You know, that you're giving the doctors the right to say who can and cannot drive. Well, I, I just find it odd that she said herself that she's a DOT doctor, and yet she took a um, a glucose test without fasting. And did she ask you? Did you did you just drink or eat something, or you know, did she ask you any nope. of those questions? Okay. Nope, she did I mean, I find that anything. odd. She yeah. did not ask me uh, anything, and I've got. Yeah, no. People, I got people in my family that are doctor. I mean, that are nurses. So that's the first thing they said to me. I've got a niece that is a childhood diabetes. She has childhood diabetes. So I called her and I told her. She goes, "Well, did you eat anything before you went over there?" And I said, "Yeah, me and my husband ate because it was in West Virginia. And I drove all the way from PA." Right. And I said, "Yeah, we stopped and ate on the way up." Well, you can't you can't eat anything. You know, you can't take your blood sugar after. You eat for two hours, or it's going to give you a higher reading. I was like, "Well, there right. it is." That's why and they the have you fast. It was, yeah, and it was only a 140, and 140 is not high blood sugar. Now, 240 would have been a different story. Well, yeah, and especially 140 after you eat. I mean, I mean, yeah. you you know, you might want to watch it anyway. Uh, oh, I, yeah. He also gave me a medication that you could take that helps you regulate it. That's called metformin. It's not insulin or anything, but it's something to help regulate it since my dad did have diabetes. So, I want, you know, it helps you prevent from getting it. Okay. And watch your diet and stuff like that. But now okay, I'm well, that's that interesting. 
he said that there's some medications that the DOT, you know, this was a DOT doctor that also prescribed this medication. Now, are do they are they supposed to know what you can and cannot take while you're driving? Well, they absolutely uh, should know what you. I mean, if they're a DOT physician, then they know they. I'm sure they know the rules. Yeah, they would have to, and I mean, and 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 you know, here here here's the thing, and you know, and um, you know, appreciate the call. I'm just looking. Uh, I have the I have the SMS uh, method up here, and I'm looking under the driver fitness basic violations, and. Um, the only one I see is uh, under Section 398.3B, and the violation description is driver not physically qualified, and it falls under the violation group of, of the physical. And uh, I guess in a sense that's what you were doing. You were having a physical. Uh, the violation severity weight point is 2, um, and it is in violation of the DSMS, but... Um, but this wasn't on an inspection. This was on a. a no, I'm talking. Yeah. Oh. I just, this this has fallen under the the group of okay. of a physical. Mm-hmm. And uh, sounds like she was having a physical, and that's under Section 398.3B, um, driver not physically qualified violation group physical. But um, you know, as far as getting to the doctors, you know, we had that doctor out of New York City on our. On our show, Donna. Oh yeah, he was great. And right. he was Arian. Uh, yeah, and he was the expert on this, and he said all doctors have rules and guidelines to go by. But I have never heard or seen where the requirement is to uh, take a blood test. Well, you know what they're. I know that um, they're re- they're talking about now as part of the DOT physical instead of the urine to do an A1C. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. Which actually would uh, test your sugar, you know, what, the last six months or something? I mean, it gives an average reading of the last six months of what your your glucose is. So have they started that? Oh, they did start it. They did start it. Okay. No, I said have they started it. Oh, I I don't think they have. Um, I don't think so either. Another thing, but this is another thing they were talking about. Um, I was talking with John um, John Osborne, who is going to be at the convention and talk about all these things. Um, uh, I, yeah, I wish John was on the on the line tonight because he'd he'd probably get really into all this with us. Um, are you? Oh, is Mary still? Um, is um, Helen still on the line? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah, now that, that one one of those tests that you're talking about, they're talking about. I, my doctor did it. And he, what it is, is he takes a small drop of uh, a blood and he puts it in a slide, and he said that, like, you can tell if there's sugar on the outside, there, there'll be a big ring around it, and it'll tell if you do have diabetes or not. And right. you know, that only took five to ten minutes. But here again, I'm an owner-operator. I had to go back home. I couldn't run a call, you know, couldn't run a load. I had to come back home. I had to go to my doctor, who was also DOT approved, but he did that test for me, told me that I could take this medication that would help me. And then I had to go to a DOT approved doctor that's approved by the company that I'm leased to. So I had to pay for my doctor. They paid for the other. But it does, you know, and then I get a two year and I'm clear. I just right, don't understand right. why two different doctors come up with two different things. 
is, well, is, are is, you are you friends with with John? With who? With John Osborne on Facebook? Uh, I don't. I no. I don't know a lot of people. Well, he's he he drives the Merv, and he is so into oh, all this. Oh, I read about. It. Yeah, I read about that. That he was coming to the convention. Yeah, if you can if you can befriend him, he's wonderful. He'll ask you know you could get in touch with him, send him a message. And, yeah, yeah, now and here's the thing too, and I pulled it up from our uh, Ask a Trucker blog. Uh, according to Barnes Care, they're an occupation they're an occupational medicine facility. According to them, new DOT medical guidelines went went into effect on September 30, 2004, and they note that a CMV driver's blood sugar reading must maintain a fasting blood sugar of 140 or below. Wow. Or maintain a two-hour uh, post uh, blood sugar test of 200 or below. Oh, so you you see, she didn't know the the rules there. I mean, that's what that looks like to me. Because if it you had a one four, huh? What'd you say, Helen? I said that's exactly right. That that's what I mean. You know. Yeah. That, and now you said yes. something about that. Which that that's like two points. Now is that two points if you are stopped by DOT and they check you, or is, could that be on my record since I took a physical for my? You know, you know what I'm saying. Well, I, I think I, that if I think that's if 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 they find you physically, if you they find you not physically qualified. So you haven't been found not physically qualified yet, right? No, no, but I only got oh. a three-month certification. Yeah, no, I think that that, that violation se- severity weight of two uh, under Section 398.3b that that would go and that would be placed uh, only if you're found not physically qualified. Okay, okay, that's all I was wondering. So you're good now, because okay, I was okay. one of the ones that. I wrote you back in January. I was one. Of, I got stopped. I, I pulled tanker, and I got stopped in Indiana. And then for I was following a UPS truck out of the rest area, and I got pulled over for speeding. And he checked my logbook. He said he was going to do a driver DOT. So he checks my oh. logbook. I had dropped my line, but I forgot to write where I was. Oh. I got a ticket. I got a ticket for that, okay, because yeah. I forgot to write the city and state. That's my fault. I understand, okay? So he does the DOT thing, and he fills it all out and everything, and he puts down a warning for speeding. I don't know if it's on my record because I, I don't know how to check it yet, but oh, 60, miles, 60 hmm. miles down the road, 60 miles in the same state, this is at 2 o'clock in the morning, I got pulled over again for following too close to a truck. Oh, I was man. I was four truck lengths away from it. He comes up to me and he says, "Well, you were driving a little bit close behind that guy you were following." I said, "What guy was I following?" And he says, "Oh, I was coming the other way. I saw you." And I says, "Oh, okay." And I didn't say any more. He says, "Um, let me check your logbook, and he and he opens up my logbook, and I had the DOT inspection laying right there from the last guy, and he says, oh, you've already been DOT'd? Well, then I'm just going to go ahead and write you a ticket then. I take it to court, and I had to pay $500 for oh my God. what what company I had doing it, but 
Elida helped me out through their lawyers, okay? And yeah. he got paid five hundred dollars and they when he went when the lawyer went to court he said he doesn't care what they put on my record just as long as I pay the hundred and fifty dollar ticket. Mm. Oh, wow. And, and seeing so got, that and all this and and you know what kills me with the wages the way they are with drivers now? Um yeah. Uh, uh, it, it's it's really, I mean, it's shameful. And I, I don't think a lot of people realize <clears throat> all this, all the um, the adversities that drivers face, because if they did, uh, they, they'd really be a lot more compassionate and empathetic towards all this, including the people that are stopping them. Um, I think they're just they have they're just on the war path. Uh, maybe they're just so desperate for state funds. I, I don't know what it is. Uh, but that's that's part of what we're trying to do um, with the convention in October. Helen, are you are you on the list of attendees? Are, are you gonna, are you going to give me a hard time like Alan does? <laughs> <laughs> I got to have some fun sometimes. Well, see, my problem is I I have a criminal justice degree too. My husband was injured driving a truck, so mm-hmm. I'm the sole take home for my home. And I don't know yet if I'll be able to get I have to have a load to get down there. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I yeah, I do. I just can't pick up and go, you know, I just can't pick up and go down there. And I, I'm right. hoping that I'll know something. I wish I knew more. And I was checking it all out last night. Okay. Really well, like ask them for a load. To find a load to Memphis. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, what, but what am I going to do with my chemical tanker while I'm sitting there? <laughs> Because a lot of places, oh. they don't, they won't let you park it in a public parking lot if you have a chemical tanker on. Yeah. Uh, so you're hauling hazmat. Ninety-nine uh, percent of the time, yes, I do. Are you okay? Well, uh, we have parking over at the Gold Strike. Um, well, that's yeah, what she's saying. That's a, public, that's a public parking lot, or are they gonna? Are we gonna be allowed? You know. Yeah, we'll check on. I will check on that for you. Yeah, we'll check on that and see because I, I mean I understand where she's coming from. The hazmat hazmats have a little bit more rules and everything, but uh, uh, you know Donna, we have the uh, you know the shuttle, so if she could park at the truck stop or something, we'll try to work out something. But uh, appreciate the call. Take care and uh, keep in touch. Uh, Got to roll on here. We're kind of running out of time, but. Um, I'll tell you what, we've got to take a quick break, uh, just a short break. We'll be right back, and we'll wrap it up on this broadcast of Truth About Trucking Live. So uh, so hang with us. We'll be right back. It's like pumping my money down an endless hole. What they going to do when the big rigs don't roll? Tell me what they going to do when the big rigs don't roll. With the CSA and all the regulations facing drivers in the industry, it's never been more important to stay up on current regulations and more specifically, remain in constant compliance. Compliance for drivers and the industry has never been more crucial. Hey everybody, this is Alan Smith with Truth About Trucking Live and Trans Products and Trans Services are your full service transportation material compliance supply and regulatory service provider since 1957. Dedicated to servicing your needs, not emptying your wallet, it's hard enough in these tough economic times to have to spend money to meet regulatory requirements. 
But with trans products, trans service friendly sound advice, quality products, and friendly personal attention, they will make you feel like you have a friend and colleague in the industry. From logbook auditing to driver qualification file management, fuel tax filing to UCR filings from on-site training, technical service, you name it, Trans Services is like having an entire regulatory agency working just for you. And the what, when, why, and how to comply without total interruption of daily operations. So contact Trans Products or Trans Services and Night Leather for more information and a free catalog. Just give them a call, toll-free, 1-800-367-9100, or check them out on the web at transproducts.com and request more information about products and services. Highly recommended. They've been doing it for 19 since 1957. They are the experts, transproducts.com. All right, welcome back. Hey, appreciate everybody uh, hanging with us. Uh, we've got a uh, man. We've got about forty-six, forty. Let's see, 40, forty-seven hanging on the phones with us. Uh, still some there in the chat room. Appreciate it. Uh, appreciate you tuning in. You got Donna barking again. <laughs> and uh, it's been a good show. Been a fast-moving show. Uh, we really ought to have another show, Donna, about the CSA and the basics and all that. But uh, that's for another time. We've got some shows lined up. I think through uh, September eighth or something like that. But uh, we're winding it down here. Let's get your announcements in. What's what's going on? Okay. Well, the first thing, of course, uh, we're going to announce is um, the um, the Trucking Social Media Convention. You've got 12 days left to get your tickets. Okay. That barking. <laughs> and uh, I can't help it. He's a puppy. And um, anyway, so we've got 12 days left to get you get your tickets at uh, truckingsocialmedia.com. And uh, we 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 have a, just a, a really a, a variety of people coming besides the drivers, um, and a lot of different reasons. Some are coming just to get connected through the social media that they've spoken on websites and so forth, and uh, and they're just looking forward to the food, the entertainment, camaraderie, uh, you know, the just just the the fun part of it. Then you've got the people who um, are very excited to network and hear about the social media benefits. Um, we have uh, uh, Landon um, Middleton, our, our speaker at the convention. He's, uh, he works with Austin Walsh <clears throat> at iSocial Media, and he'll be presenting, and people are, are, are looking forward to hearing him. He has a background in trucking industry. Well, that, that, that's what I was going to um, talk about tonight. Um, we, I was talking with Austin and Landon, and um, they they work with iSocial Academy together, and they present um, all over all over the world. And they they decided that Landon actually uh, should be the guy, since he has such an extensive background in trucking social media uh, in social media, but it, it, within the trucking realm. So he's going to be our our speaker at the convention. We're thrilled to death. Um, we were talking to him uh, and Austin uh, on Skype. And it just seemed like, you know, this was going to be great. So um, we're looking forward to him. And a lot of people are coming to learn the benefits of social media, including, you know, how do I get my message out there? How do I get more traffic? How do I monetize? Um, 
how do I create a blog? I mean, there's a lot of drivers that want to know, well, how can I create a blog and get a message out there? So uh, it's going to be geared towards drivers and then people within the industry also uh, who want to who want to know more about social media. And Landon, Landon's going to be on our show next Thursday, the 25th. Right. He, so if, uh, if you want to listen next week and get a, a, a heads up on um, what's going to be taught uh, over on October 15th at the Truck Driver Convention, then listen in uh, next week. Uh, we have a lot of drivers coming. You know, they really are into the issues. Uh, they want to listen to the, the speakers, the regulation speakers, lawyer, trucking, uh, health, um, all just like tonight, asking questions about all these regulations with health. I mean, this is going to be a, a tremendous opportunity to speak with these people, uh, and we're very, very grateful that they're coming to the convention uh, to address these issues with the drivers. Uh, they themselves are advocates of truck drivers. Um, and anyway, um, oh, and the open forum, that's another thing. People are really looking forward, Alan, to that open forum, getting a lot of feedback on that. Yeah, that's going to be good. Okay. Um, all right, let me uh, – we already congratulated Rihanna tonight, and she was also the winner of the free ticket. So she's had a, a double congratulations today. Mm-hmm. Um, we appreciate we appreciate her. She does a lot. Um, on August uh, 19th, uh, in the conference room over at the Great American Truck Show at the uh, Trucker Willie and a number of other truckers against trafficking will be publicly recognized for their contribution to the fight against human trafficking. Kyla Lieberg uh, from Truckers Against Trafficking will also be at the 2011 Truck Driver Convention in October. Don't forget Trucker Willie. He was the one that made the 911 call in 2005 to request law enforcement intervention for two girls he'd seen soliciting sex at a truck stop. He had no idea his call would result in the rescue of eight minors, the breakup of a 13-state prostitution ring, and the arrest of 31 traffickers. So he's going to uh, he's going to have his recognition and appreciation. Yeah, yeah, yeah I that's remember wonderful. that. I know. I was really glad to to read that. I want to say happy anniversary to Jan and Jim McCarter of the Keys Truckers. Um, I think it's number 17. I'm not positive. But, oh, man. Well, yeah. okay. Let's see. Uh, 17. All right. Here we go. Congratulations to the years. Okay, I had to do that. Go ahead. I know. <laughs> All right, so uh, we congratulate them. Um, we also uh, we continue our prayers for Doug no- Jones of Truckers Tracks. Doug had uh, fallen a couple of months ago, and he's recuperating now. We look forward to um, uh, being able to finally meet him and Johnny Neal and the rest of the Truckers Tracks band in October, as they will be um, uh, pre- presenting live uh, for entertainment that evening. Um, and I guess that's it because we are you already we already discussed um the show next week and Landon Middleton and uh I guess uh I guess that's it, Alan. You know, okay. I just want to tell people you've got only twelve days left. So you need to get your your ticket your tickets reserved now. So just that's truckingsocialmedia.com. dot com. Yep, it's winding down and Landon Mil- Middleton uh expert. Expert in social media, works directly with Austin Walsh, who 
is all over the place. I think Austin just came back from Australia. He's going back I think again, he did, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think he's so, going back again. So, these yeah, are, these guys go all over, and um, we're very, very happy to have them with us. Yeah, big players, and it's a, it's a really. I mean, if if you understand social media, it's it's really quite an honor to you know to get these guys, uh, you know, to come to the convention. Landon Middleton, he'll be there. He's going to be on our next show on Thursday, August uh, 25th, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. He's going to be discussing uh, trucking social media, what it can do for you individually, what it can do for your business, because the trucking industry is still one of the industries that is lagging behind. Uh, the usage of social media to help benefit them on a personal basis or on a business level. So he's going to give you a little insider tips on our show next week, and he'll be speaking at the convention. So really looking forward to that. It's quite an honor to have him there. So, um, hey, I appreciate everybody tuning in and listening. Uh, I, I know I know how hard it is. I spent many, many years out on the road, and you taking the time out to pull over and 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 call in on your phone and just sit there and listen. I really appreciate it. Those in the chat room, uh, uh, I, I you know I just I just thank you all the time. I mean our sponsors, uh, the reason that we keep going, uh, Truth About Trucking Live just keeps growing. I, I get emails uh, all over the world, uh, Africa, uh, uh, just all over. So we really appreciate it and uh, thank you for being here. And time is winding down, but um, uh, listen. Uh, Keep up with our show schedule at blogtalkradio.com forward slash truth about trucking. And come join us over at our blog at askthetrucker.com. And like Donna said, a few weeks left before we have to close out reservations for the first annual Truck Driver Social Media Convention. And that's only because uh, the Gold Strike Resort and Casino, they got to have a head count. So um, uh, we need you to do that. We'd love to see you there and meet you. So check it out at truckingsocialmedia.com and and, uh, come join us at this first-of-its-kind event. Uh, Do you have a couple of minutes for me? Oh, I guess. (laughs) I just wanted to thank our sponsors uh, for the event. Oh, okay. you got to do that real quick. Okay. Platinum Dancing Skeleton Productions. They're going to be doing – they're the award-winning videographers. They're going to be doing the the video of the convention. Our gold sponsor – is uh, Hajion. They're the ones uh, that are giving away that APU, that Dynasys a- APU at CATS. Uh, Silver, we have the Pilot Flying J Travel Centers, AirDoc, uh, Safety for Sleep Solutions. Um, our bronze is Idle Air, Lone Mountain Truck Leasing, The Load Post, Hotels for Truckers, LLC, uh, Driver's Source, Truckers Forum, Trans Products and Trans Services, Trucker to Trucker, OIDA, Zata Software, Aries Manufacturing of Cobra Hands Free, Cobra, Truck Drivers Money Saving Tips, Transport Design. I uh, just want to mention they're the only trucking company so far that's uh, that's supporting this convention. So congratulations to you and thank you. And then we have Aeroflow, which is a uh, a sleep apnea. A testing system. So, and they're right. They they're also one of our advertisers on Ask the Trucker. With a, they have their um, okay. their banner up there. So I just yep. wanted to say thank you to uh, all of our sponsors. Oh, definitely appreciate it. Couldn't do it without you, and we can't do it without you drivers. This is a truck driver social media convention. Come check it out. Reserve your seats. Be looking forward to it. And hey, be sure to stop by the Dynasys APU booth 
at Gats. Tell them your story, and you could win their APU for your rig. So appreciate it again. Here's Jan McCarter of thekeystruckers.com along with Johnny Neal and Doug Jones and his Truckers Tracks band. They will be performing at the Truck Driver Convention. So here's their rendition of an old classic, Eastbound and Down. So appreciate it again, everybody, for truthabouttrucking.com, askthetrucker.com, Donna Smith, Blog Talk Radio, and Truth About Trucking Live. I'm Alan Smith. Drive safe, and thanks for listening.